Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Alexa. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good evening, everybody. My name is Richard Holdridge, and welcome to the first ever podcast. I will try to get this done. So let's get through this show, shall we? We got the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. This is the last Friday before Super Bowl 54. I know that it's like I've beat around the bush and tried to talk about the Super Bowl and what my prediction is and the, the matchups and, and everything. And then you realize you got to play the game. Like Herman Edwards says, you play to win the game. I am feeling that we need to have one of those high-scoring Super Bowls. I'm hoping for a high-scoring Super Bowl. You remember last year's Super Bowl? Snooze Fest, 13-3. If you like defensive battles, that was your game. Patriots, Rams, 13-3. And and that was in Atlanta, too. I mean, so we got to witness that, and it was like, okay. But it was nice having the Super Bowl in Atlanta. Hopefully, it'll come back again. You know, living in Georgia, it's always nice to have major sporting events in Atlanta, which Atlanta will host the Final Four this year. So I'm excited about that. But I'm not here to talk about college basketball. I'm here to talk about the Super Bowl between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. The 49ers are the NFC champions, 13-3 and regular season. And the Kansas City Chiefs are your AFC champions, 12-4 and in the regular season. The San Francisco 49ers were the number one seed. They had home field advantage throughout the playoffs. The Kansas City Chiefs were the number two seed, and they actually hosted a home playoff game after the Baltimore Ravens was knocked out as the number one seed. So how did these two teams get here? Well, Andy Reid, when he took over in 2013 for the Kansas City Chiefs, he turned that franchise around. Kansas City has always been a formidable team, but Andy Reid has got a pedigree of being a great head coach, but he has not won the big game yet. So he had Alex Smith as his quarterback, and they they were a good playoff team. They, They went to some playoff games, and then they traded up in the draft to get Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes sat a year behind Alex Smith. With that being said, Patrick Mahomes almost led them to the Super Bowl last year when they lost to the New England Patriots in the AFC title game. And now the Kansas City Chiefs are back. They are favored by one and a half against the 49ers, who, if the 49ers win, this will be considered the greatest turnaround in NFL history. Last year, the 49ers were 4-12, mainly because Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL in Week 3, oddly enough against the Kansas City Chiefs. With that, that caused the 49ers to lose a lot of close games, which gave him the number two pick in the draft, which they were able to draft, in my opinion, the best player in the draft of last year, Nick Bosa. With Bosa on the D-line and the veteran presence of Richard Sherman, Quan Alexander, and the 49ers hitting home runs on some of their upcoming rookies like Dre Greenlaw, Emmanuel Mosley, and Debo Samuel, the San Francisco 49ers were able to turn it around. 
Jimmy Garoppolo played all 16 games and for the most part was upright and did a great job, almost passing for 4,000 yards. He threw for 28 touchdowns and 13 picks. I wasn't a big fan of his interceptions, but he actually led four fourth quarter comebacks, including a shootout against the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans going up against Drew Brees. And that was the turning point for the 49ers to get the number one seed. Then they took on the Seattle Seahawks week 17, winner take all for the NFC West. If the 49ers win this game, they get the number one seed and that bye, which they desperately needed because they were banged up. A lot of their players were injured in the regular season. D. Ford, Quan Alexander, Jaquiski Tart, they were banged up, but they were healthy, ready to go for that first playoff game against the Minnesota Vikings. And the 49ers dominated 27-10. And then they took on a Green Bay Packers team and dominated 37-20. I'm saying all this because I know I'm a fanboy. And I love my San Francisco 49ers ever since I was a little kid. The 49ers have been my team. Ever since Joe Montana, Steve Young, Ronnie Lott, you know, the five-time Super Bowl champion, it feels great to be back on top because I had a history of, of watching the 49ers compete and go to all these NFC title games and actually go and win the Super Bowl. And they were 5-0 and in Super Bowls. And then... They had some years of despair later in life. Then they hired Jim Harbaugh in 2011. Jim Harbaugh led the 49ers to three straight NFC title games and a Super Bowl appearance during that stretch. It was a heartbreaking Super Bowl. It was the one they lost to the Baltimore Ravens. And that was very heartbreaking. In New Orleans with the blackout game, and they lost that game 34-31. They were down 28-6 in that game. I remember when Jacoby Jones ran that touchdown back to start the third quarter. That just broke my heart. I, just, I gave up, and I, I was about to turn off the TV. I'm done. I can't watch this anymore. Well, I'm hoping this doesn't happen in this Super Bowl on Sunday. I'm really excited about seeing the 49ers going up against probably the best player in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. Let's see how Patrick Mahomes does against that stout defense of the 49ers. They have such a great defensive line. DeForest Buckner, Eric Armstead, D. Ford. I mean, you even got Solomon Thomas as a rotational player. And, of course, Dick Bosa. You got five defensive linemen who are all first-round picks. And that's, that's just saying something right there. As a 49ers fan, I'm hoping they win because they're going to have to pay some of these players. Some of these players, like... Eric Armstead and Jimmy Ward, their safety, are probably going to seek free agency and get big contracts. So this is a good window for the 49ers to actually, with this group of players, to just go out and try to win their sixth Super Bowl in franchise history. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they're able to win and Kyle Shanahan looks like a genius. And that was a hiring of a coach, what a genius that was! That owner Jed York made the decision to hire Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch in 2017, right after that disaster of a season when they went two and 14 under Chip Kelly 
and GM Trent Baalke. I mean, that team, oh, it was terrible to watch. It was painful to watch. They had no defense. They couldn't stop anybody. They were getting some leads on people, but they, they had Blaine Gabbard as their quarterback, and then they went to Colin Kaepernick, and that was Kaepernick's last full season. And it was just nothing but despair for the 49ers. I mean, where were their wide receivers? Can you imagine? I mean, after Terrell Owens left in 2004, the 49ers missed on so many wide receivers. I could just name them all. Rashawn Woods. A.J. Jenkins. uh, Bruce Ellington. Quentin Patton. And really, the jury's still out on Dante Pettis. But they hit a home run when they got Debo Samuel. I could not believe that they were able to get him. And not to mention, we don't know how good Jalen Hurd's going to be. He was also picked up in the third round of last year's draft. The 49ers could actually be more explosive on offense next year because they're getting Jalen Hurd and Trent Taylor back. I'm not sure if Emmanuel Sanders stays. I think he will probably get another contract and go somewhere else. But at least the the signing of Emmanuel Sanders gives the 49ers that veteran presence that they need at the wide receiver core. And really, what can I say about George Kittle? The man is a beast. He is a man, and he is one of the best tight ends in the league. And he likes to block, too. All-pro tight end. Does a great job for him. And then the running back trio of Tevin Coleman, Matt Breida, and Raheem Mostert. And you know what's funny? Their number one running back is Jarek McKinnon. He's out for the year. I never would have thought, like after the 49ers, and when Frank Gore left the 49ers, and they they drafted Carlos Hyde, and I was thinking to myself, oh, I'm hoping that this is the future of the 49ers and the running back. I'm hoping that it's Carlos Hyde. And I felt like it, it doesn't really matter who you put as a running back. They had Alfred Morris in there. They had uh, Dejuan Harris. It's all about the running scheme. It doesn't really matter who is in the backfield. Because Kyle Juszczyk, their fullback, is going to block. George Kittle's going to block for him. Their wide receivers are going to block for him. Now, I don't think in the Super Bowl that they're going to run it 40 times. I think Jimmy is going to have to throw the ball. He may get in a shootout with Patrick Mahomes. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to just sitting down and watching the Super Bowl, having some good food, watching the halftime show, watching the commercials. It's going to be great. I'm going to be sad to see football go. I know we got the XFL coming up. We also got baseball, Major League Soccer. We got March Madness. You know, we got a lot of sports going on. And I really am excited and blessed that I'm able to do this podcast. And don't forget, I'll try to put out a weekly. Actually, no, scratch that. I'm going to do a daily podcast for all you sports fans. Because I know you like listening to my voice and talking about sports. And don't forget that I actually do have one more audition at 95.7 ESPN Radio in Columbus, Georgia. And once I get that date, I will blast it out to my Facebook page so that you guys can listen to the station. You can also download the app on your smartphone. And don't, don't be afraid to call in or make comments on their Facebook page. Because... 
that is a dream of mine. I would love to get that guest host spot. I've been doing sports talk radio, you know, 20 years ago. I, I haven't always been seasoned. It hasn't been 20 years of fluid sports talk radio, but I feel that this is it. I, I got to get something going here, and I, I just hope that everything works out. And even if I don't get it, that they'll let me be a contributor. And I really enjoy doing podcasts too. I was able to be on a podcast earlier today uh, for a, a well-known podcast up in up in Nashville, Tennessee. A friend of mine I went to college with got let me got got on his podcast, and it was fun. We we were talking about the Super Bowl and just exciting stuff. All right, well. I'm going to sign off from this podcast. I hope everybody has a great night. I hope uh, that you enjoy the Super Bowl and just just relax and just have have a good time just getting to know you know your family while you're watching the Super Bowl. And that's what it's all about. All right, everybody have a great night. Stay safe out there. Thank you. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.